guess what? It's another episode in the world-famous garage. You know, I, I gotta say, it's like it's, it's feeling uh, still nostalgic. I, I just, it's weird. It's weird to come back. It is weird to come back. I mm. feel like um, it's the scene of a crime. <laughs> you know what they say about criminals. <laughs> This is a criminal enterprise. Yes. Comedy Film Birds is absolutely a criminal enterprise. Speaking of criminals, let's talk about our Patreon sponsors. <laughs> you degenerate convicts. Uh, before we get started, this is a very special episode. This yep. is going to be a mini summer preview. Summer movie preview, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so get excited for it. Yes. Even though there's no more weight bench, but there is a treadmill in the garage. Yes. And uh, so, you know, maybe we'll... Uh, do we still have Periscope? Maybe we'll Periscope the treadmill one day. <laughs> Maybe we'll, I don't know if Periscope's still a thing. Sure. Is it still? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we can do that treadmill. Chris will get to wear a tank top and get on the treadmill. Uh, as soon as I lose another 20 pounds, I'll wear a tank top. Uh, so uh, our Patreon sponsors. Um, I wanted to, I'm actually, since we're pre-recording this, I have no idea who they are, but I'm going to take a guess on who they are. Let's take a guess. Uh, the Audacity Performing Arts Project produces after-school performing arts projects in poor, underfunded, and the lowest performing schools. Performing arts education is not a luxury. Please visit us at cfn.audacityperformingarts.org. That's cfn.audacityperformingarts.org. And supplyanddemandinvesting.com. Because planning for retirement should be as easy as planning your next vacation. It just takes longer. Supplyanddemandinvesting.com. All right. So let's get into it. Let's, you know, the first uh, uh, the first big, big summer blockbuster movie is, of course, Jurassic World. Well, let's, let's say this. So we're recording this before Infinity War yes. has not come out yet. You're yeah. going to hear this after Infinity War has already After come we've out. already run our mouths about it, too. Yeah, so there will be a separate Infinity War spoiler up. So mm-hmm. Infinity War is having to recuse itself from this episode. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I already know I loved it. I, I, know, I, I know I loved it, too. <laughs> I loved it. From the moment they said they were doing it, yes. I loved it. Yeah, I can't believe how good it was. And it was so surprising. I know. Yeah, it's uh, wow. It's just... Uh, I can't wait to see it again. (laughs) So uh, the last Jurassic world, I remember kind of liking it was fun. It would, it it did a thing. You dinosaurs running around eating people. You know, that's what you're going to get in a Jurassic park movie. I mean, there's not a lot of different directions. It's going to go. Right. Uh, So I I thought it was really, um, it was big, dumb fun. It was incredibly stupid. Of course it was. Uh, no fleshed out characters. But Chris Pratt, again, has such charisma that, you know, he elevated it a little bit more than, you know, it was just dinosaurs running around eating people. And ba- Dallas Bryce Howard, or Bryce Dallas Howard, whichever way One you want to say it. Um, it's, it's interchangeable. She did a, a fine job. Although Vincent D'Onofrio wanted to weaponize everything. That was hilarious. I mean, his character was probably the most ridiculous um, out of a series of one-dimensional characters. His was the most ridiculous. Um, but, y- you know, it was it was the kind of movie where it kind of played uh, a little bit of homage to the old Jurassic Park mm-hmm. uh, movies and the fact that, you know, they were wearing, you know, some of the people in the park were wearing T-shirts yep. of the old, you know, park, which was kind of interesting. Uh, like, so it was kind of like, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod to the older films. Um this new film, from what I'm reading, is kind of a mix of like an action adventure where they go to the island, they rescue the dinosaurs, but then they, the dinosaurs somehow get 
loose into a neighborhood <laughs> and uh you know there's a dinosaur that's like creeping up on a little girl in a bed so there's it's a weird thing what i'm reading is it's like half action adventure half horror movie they're like almost like uh taking the second half of the film making it smaller and having it like basically these uh dinosaurs are terrorizing people in their homes so i'm not sure exactly where I'm... this movie's going to go but i can guarantee you Dinosaurs are going to eat people. <laughs> well, and, you know, if we're going to do a, uh, a Jurassic The Purge, I'm all yeah. for it. So, I, would, I would see a Jurassic Purge, I mean, for sure. If the, if the trailer, look. Once first, a year, all dinosaur crime is legal. Yeah. <laughs> no, once a year, we just let dinosaurs <laughs> loose on humans. Yeah. Um, I, you know, the, the first trailer for this that we watched on the show a while ago, I was mm -hmm. like, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're gonna the, see the, it. Jump, the dinosaur, the, there's a volcano and mm -hmm. dinosaurs. Okay, falling in the water. Well, yes, yeah. dinosaurs falling in the yeah. water. And the other thing too is, uh, like I said, there's not a lot of ways you can go. Of course, there's going to be another genetically bred dinosaur yeah, that's yeah. a super predator. That's uh, that's. Oh, I wonder if it'll get loose. No, mm, no yeah, no, no, no. That's uh, that's that'd be an interesting Jurassic Park movie. All the dinosaurs are successfully contained. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's just a, then it's just a nature the, doc. Yeah, then it's a ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, um, yeah, I'm I'm pumped for this. I'm in. Mm -hmm. I'm in. So, and you know, one of the next big movies is uh, uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. Man, are we on the fence? On this yeah, one? I'm still on the fence. Every new I trailer that comes great. out uh, makes me stronger on the fence. <laughs> like I can't. I, I haven't gone either way on it. I, I don't like the lead actor. I don't like, what's his name? Aiden Ecken, Reckenbrocker or whatever his yeah. name is. Um, Orville Redenbacher's yeah, kid? Yeah, Orville Redenbacher's kid. Yeah, I think the only he thing... doesn't have the charisma. The only thing keeping the me on the fence is I want to love this movie. I want right. it to be so great. That's mm -hmm. the only thing making me go, well, maybe, because... Like, I, Donald Glover looks good in it as yes, Lando. Yes. Uh, like, I could see, like, I, he's kind of channeling the character more. This guy just doesn't... I don't feel like I'm watching a young... Han Solo at all. At all. Mm -hmm. At all. And I think it's just... I think... And they, Woody Harrelson is just playing Woody Harrelson. Yeah, that's all. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's... I don't... That's yeah. who he always plays. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, you You just look out of place in a Star Wars movie, Woody yeah. Harrelson. Um, Chewbacca still looks good. Chewbacca looks yeah, great. Yeah, I, yeah looks I'm good. just... I, I really enjoyed Rogue One, so I, I feel like this is going to be a letdown. Yeah. So next one looks interesting. This is Terminal. This comes out uh, May 11th. This is Margot Robbie's Atomic Blonde, <laughs> pretty much. Right. Uh, so where, uh, you know, she's a bunch of disguises. Like, there's intrigue. There's spycraft. There's uh, all sorts of... Uh, uh, wigs and outfits. Yeah, wigs and, and outfits. And uh, so so we'll see. So it, it, it looks like it'll be interesting. It also looks like it's the kind of movie that, as an actor or an actress... Um, you really want to get because you're going to have so much fun playing yeah. because inside the film you get to play all these different characters. Yeah. Um, Overboard, you know, Overboard comes out May 4th, but I honestly thought it already come out and was out of theaters by now. So That's what it's I was hoping yeah, for. yeah, it's uh, there's no reason this movie needed to be made. No, at all. I mean, we're recording this at the end of April, and I honestly thought it was like, oh, are we done with Overboard yet? Yeah, uh, it's, it's, we kind of are anyway. There's no way it's going to do well at the box office. Yeah, no, no. Um, 
Now, this this was an interesting uh, one. This is, you know, with movies like Mamma Mia, this movie called Book Club is coming out. Like, you could see that there's an underserved audience that studios are now trying to tap into, and that's uh, just an older audience. Yeah. And um, you could see it with um, Mamma Mia. You can see it with, uh, what were those Indian movies that uh, Julia... Oh, the the Marigold Hotel. Marigold, yeah, yeah. the Marigold Hotel. You you could see that, uh, and this, but this one has such a weird premise. Uh, what it is, it's a, a book club, but they get together after reading Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> so it's you know Diane Keaton, Candace Bergen, Jane Fonda, and Mary Steenburgen. So they, um, that's like you know, uh, this kind of weird. Um, mature woman sex wish fulfillment kind of movie. I'm not sure exactly what you, you know, know where the movie would go from there. But here, I think the thing mm-hmm. that's interesting, and if look, if you're gonna if you're gonna fill this this underserved demographic in the theaters, mm-hmm. older people are always depicted as just like well, older people, older, and they yeah. they don't like sex anymore, whatever. Right, like, right. So why not have? cocoon yeah i mean exactly <laughs> why not have older people wanting to throw down after watching 50 shades of green that's, so, that's so, true like, yeah if yeah that's, if that's mm-hmm. your audience then they're gonna be like yeah yeah why not titillate them a little why bit not? <laughs> they want to they want to have a hot throwdown let them yeah. have it uh, um, then, i want to talk about this though breaking yes. in uh-huh. so gabriel uh, sequel to breaking away right? yeah <laughs> gabrielle union is getting a taken this is yeah <laughs> and the the Ad is payback is a mother. Like, all right, I'm all oh, fucking nice. fuck yeah. yeah. This is yeah. just it's like when Halle Berry got her right. Taken, then this one got greenlit right after oh, it got I released. Think, yeah, yeah. When she got her <laughs> minivan taken. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, all right, here we go. And now Tajaria P Henson had that like um, proud, proud Mary. Mary. Yeah. So but, it's like now, now black women are getting their takens. Great. So payback. <laughs> And it's directed by James McTeague, mm-hmm. and he's an action director. So yeah. just go for it, go for it. So that's so. What's the uh, what's the logline on it? Um. Well, it's breaking in. Payback is a mother. A woman fights to protect her family during a home invasion. Oh my god! I can't wait. That sounds great. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. great because it's like in the. <laughs> In the trailer, it sounds gloriously dumb. In the trailer, <laughs> there's this fantastic like, well, I guess we got to go. We're going to Dad's house, and boy, Dad sure likes security and weapons and a safe room. And oh, guys are trying to break in. <laughs> he was right. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, it's one of those. Who knew Dad was a special op guy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess all that special forces training is going to come in handy. Yeah. Along with being able to uh, control uh, 50-foot primates. I hope, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope there's flashbacks of when she's a little girl going, Daddy, why do I have to learn hand-to-hand combat? Yeah. Like, Baby, this will save your life one day. Yeah. You know, <laughs> That's what I'm hoping we see. That would be great. So, and the next movie is Tully. Now, I was, I, I'm really intrigued by this film because it's, you know, it's Jason Reitman, who I, I really like as a director. And it's like a, an interesting kind of take and view on motherhood. And, you know, Charlize Theron always gives 100% into a character. So I'm really um, uh, excited to see how this movie plays out. However, however, the screenwriter, Diablo Cody, 
is hit or miss. So yeah. I don't know. Like, I think if there is a problem with this movie, it's going to be at the script level. Right. So uh, we'll we'll see. So and of course, Deadpool 2. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for this movie. The trailers are great. The, did you see the latest trailer? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so funny. I'm going to round up all the gluten and send it into <laughs> outer space. No, there's one after that. Oh, now. there's one. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, stop yeah, showing them to me because I'm Yeah. In. Yeah. It's uh, and this is uh, oh, my God. And the the. Um, uh, it, it it's true. It's like, well, now you're showing me. I'm almost thinking you're you're showing me too much now. I don't want to see any more. Right, right, right. Stop, stop. Even though I'm enjoying the hell out of each trailer that you've released. Well, the first one they released where where he's like, oh, we ran out of money, and you see green on on what's his name's arm on Josh right, Brolin's right. arm, and then he does it with the stick figures yeah. of the. Fa- I mean, it's brilliant because they're yeah. they the writers went. Why do we have to do a traditional trailer? Yeah, no, we don't. Oh my God, there, there's one scene in the trailer, like uh, uh, Josh Brolin um, is attacking Deadpool, and Deadpool's like, "Oh, so dark. You sure you're not part of the DC universe?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, we're gonna do a spoiler up on. Yeah, on for sure. Now, Life of the Party is the other um, movie that we had talked about before. Again, this is like a, um, a a female back to school. But honestly, this movie just doesn't look good. It just doesn't Which look good. Which is like, a shame because Melissa yeah. McCarthy is very funny. Right. And we talked mm-hmm. about this on the episode with Keith and the Girl about how the studios yeah. will... Their, 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 their model for making comedies is out of the 90s and they just take really right. funny comics like Melissa McCarthy. Or 80s. Or the 80s, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they just jam them into these things yeah. and mm-hmm. it's like... Anyway. Yeah. So, you know, this was the kind of thing too where Melissa McCarthy's got some... Uh, um, you know, she's got some cred right now and she's got some power. So her and her husband... Uh, co-wrote the script and then uh ben falcone also her, her husband also directs it so you know they it's interesting they had a uh, a large creative hand in this film mm-hmm. but again you don't know how much studio meddling went into it too but also maybe it's funny it's, i don't know you know but but the thing is it's also a, a tired premise it's right. not something that you know we've seen it before and you know this from the trailer there's no interesting or new take on it other than the fact that instead of rodney dangerfield it's melissa mccarthy right so um oceans eight is uh, a big uh girl powery <laughs> summer movie and uh this is june 8th so th- I, I don't know here's the thing about i've never even loved the george clooney oceans <laughs> 11 movies i can't they're okay you know but they're i, they, I never loved them so I don't know how great a you know a reboot is. Gonna you know, be. I, here's I I have no problem if you're like you know what there there's there's never been an all female heist movie. Great, right. yeah. great. Why does Hollywood then go with make it Danny Ocean's niece or whatever? Right, it is, like Ocean's Eight. Just yeah. make a female heist movie. Right, mm-hmm. like I'm all for it. Just make a female heist movie. I just like this. You know, we're just gonna do the. Like we we flip flopped the roles and overboard, right? And mm-hmm. you know, I I liked the female Ghostbusters, yeah. But I don't. You don't need to do that with everything. No, you don't. It's just that's... Hollywood just keeps rebooting and redoing yeah. everything, and it's like just come up with an interesting the, idea. The and... one thing I would love to see Hollywood stop doing is chasing a trend. Yes, because that's the kind of thing where oh, this worked. Well, let's. Let's do it a uh, hundred more times because it worked once. Clearly, it's going to work again. I'm like, no, it worked. 
it the first time it worked is because it hasn't been done before and it was new and interesting. When you chase that trend, you're always going to be behind. So come up with a new Come up trend. with something that's new and Again, interesting. Just go yeah. an all-female heist movie. Yeah, don't chase a Great. trend. Start one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Incredibles 2. Um, I am excited to see this. This, you know, I really enjoyed the first one. Pixar, uh, even their like misses are always a little interesting, with the exception of uh, um, that dinosaur movie <laughs> they did. Uh, what was it the uh, last dinosaur or whatever that yeah, was? Yeah. Was dinosaur? Dinosaur? Well. Yeah, Dinos- dinosaurus. Uh, uh, Pixar B team, <laughs> I think. Whatever it was. <laughs> So I'm excited for Incredibles 2. It looks really, really fun. And uh, um, Disney is definitely doubling down on Pixar. Like, they're um, even in the theme parks. They've, I don't know if the last time you've been to California Adventure, remember that, you know, that big roller coaster? Mm -hmm. They're re-theming it to the Incredibles. It's going to be like the Incredicoaster now. So uh, they're making that whole pier, Pixar Pier. And in Florida, they're adding a whole new land just to Pixar land of all rides based on the, uh, the properties. So, um, you know, Pixar, there was, for a while there, was like a little reluctant to do sequels. They're like, well, we'd rather just do new stuff. But they realized that their sequels can be just as good as their originals with Toy Story and, uh, you know, they, with the exception of the Cars ones. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, you know, I, I have high hopes for Incredibles 2. I think it's going to be really fun. Uh, so let's see. What else do we have here? Um, I think to I'll say this while you're looking for another movie is yeah. I, the, I, why I'm excited about Incredibles two is it wasn't a quick turnaround money grab sequel like remember Kung no. Fu Panda two was such a misfire instant and it came out yeah in, way yeah. too soon yeah yeah and this it wasn't there's developed been, there's been over ten years right and the first Incredibles was really cool and kind of groundbreaking and it was yeah. neat and it had great messages and it was fun and right and so where I'm like someone went hey. How about this cool story for Incredible the Incredible Family or whatever? Right, right. So that's why I'm and the trailer looks good. Yeah, it does. It looks fun. And the next movie is Action Point. Now this is uh, uh, June first. This is Johnny Knoxville's movie, and I have to say, uh, normally I'm not excited about a Johnny Knoxville movie, but the fact that like we talked about on the regular podcast that this is based on an actual place, Action Park. Um, has me really um, intrigued about this movie because it looks really fun and it looks like he actually recreated some of the rides that hurt and kill people (laughs) in the actual park like that, you know, that go-kart slalom where the cars would just come off the track and flip people. I mean, that existed. That actually, there's documentaries online of the original action uh, park. So you can, I would actually recommend it because I think they're, they're online and they're free. Uh, watching those because I've seen them uh, before watching this movie because it looks like it was a huge amount of inspiration and uh, uh, and I, honestly I don't know how he's not in the hospital all the time just I from the he's alive yeah just just from the stunts and the stuff that happens to him just in the trailer I'm like how how are you not in a body cast right now <laughs> so uh, he must be made of rubber so but I'm excited to see it. What are some of the other bigger ones coming out? Let's take a look. Uh, Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Now, did you see the trailer for this? I have. Mm-hmm. I really like the first Sicario. Yes. Um, obviously, there's plenty of subject matter of actual stuff and actual drug cartel and CIA stuff happening to yes. draw from. Um, it's missing one key component, the yeah. sequel. <laughs> yeah. Her name is Emily Blunt. Yeah. <laughs> 
she was uh, like a great part of it. Josh Brolin was great. Um, so I, you know, I just. It really feels like to me when I saw the trailer, um, it looked like a completely different movie that they put into the Sicario universe. It felt like a Cloverfield job. Mm-hmm. It really like, uh, like, well, we'll just take these characters and put them into a, uh, um, you know, this this universe. Like it, it, it feels like like. Although I will say this one really feels more action oriented, but I don't like where the story is going. Like, I, it didn't grab me. Like, I love, uh, like, Josh Brolin, Benicio Del Toro, and, like, you know, shady government agencies and, you know, classifying drug cartels under terrorist organizations. That's all really interesting, and it's political. And But the fact that he saves a girl, then they turn, they burn him, and then he has to protect the girl, I'm like, well, now I'm watching Wolverine. So. Yeah, and the other thing, too, like, so Taylor Sheridan wrote both the first and the second one, which is great, but the mm-hmm. first one was directed by Dennis Villeneuve. Right. And... One of the great parts about the first one was Emily Blunt, her the her character was so conflicted. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that was what was so interesting to me. She sort of represented America. And a little bit naive. Naive, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she like represented the American citizen who's just right. like, oh, thinks it's just good guys and bad guys and right. we gotta stop this. And then and Josh Brolin is like, Yeah, this is how it really is. I'm the right. re- I'm the government. You know, I'm, you're a little cop, you're like a mall cop and I'm Mm -hmm. like out there doing the real creepy shit where there's no, there's all these blurred lines, gray areas. Mm -hmm. And, and Benicio Tutorio was just like, yeah, you, you, you Americans live in la la land. (laughs) And that was, which, which was so interesting. And then this director, I, you know, I, I, I just, it's this, the new one is, uh, directed by, let me, let me bring this back up, but, um, the new one is directed by uh, Day of the Soldado. So it's Taylor Sheridan wrote the script again, which is good. But lo- I love his writing. But it's Stefano uh, Solima, um, who did Gamora. Um, and, you know, he's done the, the Gamora, the TV series. He did uh, Sabura. He's done a lot of, uh, looks like, Spanish TV which is interesting. Any telenovelas? I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Colt, the TV series, but I just, I'm just worried. I don't know. Like the first one was so good. And I will say this, the first one felt like the first act of a larger movie to me. And, uh, I always felt like after watching Taylor Sheridan, like his writing, his writing, drastically improved from a structural sense from that movie forward. Like it was still good. The scenes were good and everything, but uh, structurally the way like, you know, a movie progresses uh, like I thought like his following movies, like what was that Western? Hell or High Water. Water, I thought was so well written and so well put together and so well structured. Um, But this one, you know, like I said, it just feels like, well, do you need to put Sicario? Is it a Sicario sequel? It just feels like you've pulled two characters and threw a different story on and threw Sicario on top of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, it's interesting. And, and that's why I'm not. You're not as excited. I'm not as yeah. excited. The first one was so good. The right. trailer was exciting. Mm-hmm. The subject matter, the writing, all the acting was good. Yeah, and, and like you said, it was Emily Blunt's movie. Oh, I mean, you, you know, you've got a sequel without her. The whole point. I feel like of a Sicario sequel is to see how 
what's happened to her and how has she evolved as right. she's learned all these things and experienced all these horrific things has she gotten her eyes open what is she doing now like to me that's the most interesting wouldn't that sequel. be fan- like yeah. is she is she more corrupt now or right, is she exactly. just like i'm out or did she quit yeah she's just like <laughs> yeah i'm i'm teaching grade school now or something mm-hmm. like i'm out of this so that's the thing to just remove her is just sort of like i don't know i i yeah i i don't know it's uh you know we'll see yeah all right and the next one is ant-man and wasp uh it's a cool sequel you're yeah. adding wasp it's good marvel universe ant-man was probably my least favorite of the marvel movies that's but... interesting i mean it's uh i i liked it it was definitely more of a family movie it really felt like almost like an old school disney movie to me mm-hmm. uh that's set kind of in the you know it was kind of billed as like a heist movie it wasn't really it was it really just felt like kind of a family adventure film to me um so i'm definitely excited to see it you know even like you said, even when Marvel has one that you you know you don't love as much as the other ones, still interesting things in it. Of still, course, uh, it was still it, fun stuff. In yeah, it. I, I still liked it. It was it was it was cool, and I and I gave Marvel credit of like, well, we always talk about this. Mar- each one of Marvel's movies is it is it within its own genre, right? And mm-hmm. this was a kids movie, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm like adding the wasp. I, I think I'm you know I'll see it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, you never know who else will make a cameo. Uh, you never know. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of the, right of the Marvel gang friends yeah. are going to pop in. <laughs> so, and uh, one of the uh, other big movies coming out is, of course, Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, I got to say, you know, I haven't been a huge fan of the last couple of Mission Impossible movies, but this one looks interesting to me because I feel like from the trailer, again, we could be getting fooled. It feels like it's uh, dialed down the magic. <laughs> And the you know the crazy um, suspension of disbelief and grounded it a little bit more. Like I love the idea of the fact that like you know there's some great voiceover in the uh, trailer of like well you know he's been burned by his own government he's been betrayed by his own government you know how much longer is how much more of that can a man take like so is Ethan at his breaking point and like or is the whole thing gonna blow up and. And you know, Superman is a CIA agent in this one. Yeah, <laughs> which is in- interesting that they're they're sort of <clears throat> pointing out all the shit that's gone down in these movies for the last. They've been making them for what fifteen years or right. twenty years or mm-hmm. whatever now. So um, that's interesting to me. So yeah, so this this is like I said, the first one I'm really interested in. I, I think you know I'm a big fan of Simon Pegg, but I think his character is such a cliche. It's like oh, the quippy tech guy. I'm like. Mm-hmm. Do something different with it. Yeah. There, there's, there, you know, I, I, I think the supporting cast could be fleshed out a little. That's why I'm a little more excited about Henry Cavill. Like, what can he kind of bring to the franchise mm-hmm. a little bit? Um, the first Purge, that will be on, uh, oh, July 4th. Isn't Yay, that interesting? happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody so, gets murdered. I, I honestly think, <clears throat> you know, as these Purge movies have progressed, it's a good idea to do a prequel. Because it's actually, it's timely, it's topical, and it shows how everything actually happened. So, to me, that's a really interesting story. As far, as interesting as the uh, original film was, where we just jump right in, like, well, this has already been passed, it's happening, here's, we're in the middle of it. I'd like to see the backstory on how it yeah. came about. So, I, I find this uh, interesting. So, uh, I'm on board for the first purge. So, am I. <laughs> so um, 
Now, this is another movie for the kids, Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation. It looks just as unwatchable as the other Transylvania movies. Um, I've seen, I think, two, okay, this is three. I've seen one of them. I think I saw the second one. Um, they're awful. They're like, no you know, as, as they, uh, as I've seen a uh, reviewer put for uh, some of these movies, there's got to be a better way of entertaining young children. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, I think this is kind of shovelware that's just like, all right, just just keep making kids movies. You know, it doesn't matter. Quality control, be damned. It's just. Well, it's interesting because the also coming out this summer is the Mr. Rogers documentary. Yes. And one of the things that and I was watching it the other the, the trailer for it ahead of, I think, Beirut or something. And it really was like, wow, it, it reminded me of my childhood. I grew up with Mr. Rogers. Yeah, so did I. But it was such smart. And he, he did a whole episode on death once. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he subversively put in stuff about equality, you know, and talking about racism. And, right. And he, he didn't talk down to kids. Well, it was the, uh, you know, the, the trifecta of uh, Sesame Street. Mr. Rogers and the Electric Company yeah. were the three that we grew up on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were intelligent. They had social issues woven in there. Right. They didn't condescend to kids and talk down to them. And then Rita Moreno and Morgan Freeman. Yeah, it had amazing people. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and, and it was this like, <clears throat> you just grew up as a kid watching this multi-ethnic cast. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem weird. Nothing. No, it was uh-uh. just like, oh, this is the world. It's all like yeah. this. And there's mm-hmm. these fun characters. And I remember like when I kid, when I would watch the new zoo review, I hated it because it was so fucking as a kid i didn't understand why i hated it as an adult i realized oh it's so condescending right it was one of those shows like hi boys and girls how are you and i was like yeah even a three-year-old shaking his head yeah i'm like "Mm, i I shouldn't be talked to this way honestly those shows and that's why when you see transylvania you go boo right because it helped me i I don't have kids of my own obviously but i have nieces and nephews they're all getting older now but when they were little small children i never Mm -hmm. talked to them like they were dummies no Mm -mm. and what's interesting is the most successful family and children's programming is the stuff that doesn't condescend to children and that that's always so you would think from a financial aspect you wouldn't do it but still you know you still get garbage like this yeah uh the other one is skyscraper which is on uh uh, July 13th. I don't even know what this is about other than The Rock has a prosthetic leg and he jumps from building to building. Somebody went Towering Inferno with The Rock. Yeah. Go. <laughs> Go. I think that's probably a most accurate description. So, uh, and now we have an interesting movie, uh, Christopher Robin. Coming with out Ellen McGregor. Yeah. And uh, so it, it's, you know, we actually just had the... Um, the kind of the biopic of the author that came out, I think, a year ago. Um, God, I'm blanking on the name right now. It was the one uh, with Margot Robbie was in it. Right. Um, so, but this one seems to be more of a uh, fantasy where the characters are actually talking and coming to life. And so, um, I don't know. This one, it, it feels like it's just that kind of mix of like it wants to be uh, magical and fun and warm your heart, but uh, the problem with movies like this, they could also come off as really contrived and like, mm, yeah, you're trying too hard. Right. So, so we'll see. So, and uh, we are going through the list right now. Let's see what other big. When does Venom come out? 
Uh, I think it comes out late. It's got is that, come is out that late summer, summer or is that a uh, is that a fall movie? I don't know. But That's this, I saw the trailer for Pepillon, right? So mm-hmm. this is a remake, and it is with a Charlie Hunnam. And I wonder if he's gonna mumble. Or... And uh, this actor, I forget this actor's name, but um, uh, Rami Malek. Two good actors, right? Mm-hmm. But but here's the problem with this remake. You're remaking a movie that starred Steve McQueen right? and Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just... And the trailer shows me the whole story. Yeah. What are you going to bring to it that we haven't seen in the original? You've shown me the whole story in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like... I, I have a hard time... We talk about this a lot, but you know, there's there's some movies out there that that should be remade because they weren't done that well, or right. it was science fiction and they didn't have the technology to tell the story as good as they could now, or something like that. This Papillon's a, the one from the '70s is a great movie. Yeah, and I just don't see this. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's a, it, you know, I don't think it's as as egregious as Overboard, right. as ridiculous. But uh, well, Overboard wasn't a Oscar award winning no, classic. No, no. <laughs> but uh, and and then that's you know another reason why you know you look at like, um, out of the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of movies that you could remake, what makes you pick that one? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so we talked about it on the uh, on the show. The Meg, so excited for this August tenth. Mass big yeah, shark, big shark. You know, Megalodon. yeah, and uh, oh god, and Jason Statham, and it's one of those movies where um, I can't imagine this movie being made without Jason Statham. After seeing the trailer, I'm like, There's well, no, no this reason. this had to be the uh, this had to be an offer only kind of thing. <laughs> this, uh, I don't think there was any auditioning for uh, for that role. Yeah, I don't. It's like if we don't get Jason Statham, we're not making the movie. Yeah, yeah. this is it. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think Megalodon. So now there are a couple more that uh, we've kind of skipped over. We're at the uh, um, the master schedule now. Like stuff like uh, uh, Teen Titans Go to the movies. This is a. Uh, um, there's an animated show you may not be aware of because you don't have children. Is uh, Teen Titans on uh, Cartoon Network? However, they rebooted it so it's a comedy and it's really hilarious. So all the characters just make fun of each other. They don't do anything. They eat pizza and they uh, they argue with each other. And because you know it, it's Robin, Starfire, uh, Raven, and like a bunch of DC characters. Uh, they have arguments like uh, like Darkseid is in one. He's like, well, we should get Spider-Man to fight Darkseid. Spider-Man will not fight Darkseid. <laughs> so like they they play around with it, like all the um, the conventions of the DC universe. Like it's it's uh, it's the opposite of anything Zack Snyder's ever done. <laughs> like like it's like it's so light and it's so fun and it's so self aware. So, um, so oh, so when does Venom come Venom out? Venom comes out actually October fifth. Oh, okay. oh, which Halloween, is the thing, yeah. which, which is so mm-hmm. great because we've talked about this. Marvel has just shaken up everything. Right. Releasing Black Panther in February. Yes, mm-hmm. still in the theaters, right. still breaking records, mm-hmm. and you don't have to dump a half a dozen superhero movies in a into three, the summer. Yeah, 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 through August. Yeah, and also this is a Venom's is still part of the deal that Sony made. Right. So it's a Sony film. It's not a it's not a Disney 
uh, slash Marvel production. Yeah. So, well, is there anything we've... Uh, I mean, there's a lot more movies, obviously, coming out in the summer, but uh, is there any other ones we wanted to talk about? Yeah, the big ones, I gotta say, you know, I think... But like you said, now it's uh, we're not condensed into three months of right. summer movies. They're spread out a little bit more. Yeah, and I think that's sort of the interesting part about it, and um, is getting getting some movies spread out and getting some movies. You've got you've also got Superfly with Trevor Jackson, right? Which looks interesting. Um, so there's definitely some. Uh, some more interesting stuff coming out. There's definitely some docs like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Won't you be my neighbor? You've got uh, the King, and uh, let's see. I'm looking at the list right now. Oh, here's an interesting movie uh, coming out June 8th. Uh, hotel Artemis. This is a um, a hotel for criminals. Mm-hmm. Like it's like one of those. It's you remember in John Wick, the first movie where you had the club where like all the criminals went and like, well, no one can have a gun here. No one can shoot anybody here. It's that, except with a hospital. Uh. <laughs> and Jodie Foster runs it. But then, of course, something happens, and then, you know, the rules get broken, and mayhem ensues. So. There's, you know, and the other thing that's been happening, too, the last couple summers, they've been sprinkling in some sort of Oscar hopefuls Yes. late summer. There's one coming out called White Boy Rick, which is starring uh, Matthew McConaughey, and it's the story of teenager... Uh, Richard Wersher Jr., who became an undercover informant for the FBI during the 80s and was ultimately arrested for drug trafficking and sentenced to life in prison. And I can't say that strategy always works because it really feels like sometimes when that happens, these movies get forgotten when it comes to Oscar nominations. Right. Uh, everything seems to get backloaded for Oscars uh, to the fall, which is a shame because I'd like to see Oscar movies peppered throughout the year as well. Like the yeah. same thing they're doing with the popcorn summer movies. Yeah. Like, well, you could do that with Oscar movies too. I know, and just mm-hmm. re-release them, or so, I don't know. But the, 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 so it's part of it is the Academy system is still very archaic. Yes, yes. Um, but you know, there's some interesting movies coming out too. You know, like Equalizer Two. Yeah. <laughs> there's another doc, uh, Steven Tyler, out on a limb. Oh, nice. That looks interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's the, there's some cool, you know. There's definitely a lot of stuff coming up for sure that's exciting. Rosamund Pike's in a movie with Clive Owen called Three Seconds, which is about an ex-convict working undercover internationally, excuse me, intentionally gets himself incarcerated again in order to infiltrate the mob at a maximum security prison. Now that looks interesting to me. And so, Well, you know, maybe uh, let's wrap up with uh, what summer movie are you most excited for? Out of what we've seen or what we've talked about. I don't know. I mean, I think, I mean, there's a Whitney Houston documentary. Oh, really? Which, which that's literally called Whitney. It comes out in July. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested for the Mr. Rogers, you know, won't you be my neighbor? Um, so yeah, I think, I don't know the, uh, from there's the obvious ones, Deadpool two. Uh, <laughs> yep. That I'm fired up for. Um, but the doc, you know, the doc, the Mr. Rogers documentary is, I really can't wait to watch that because it's, um, yeah, it's part of my childhood. And now I'm getting to see why his show was so cool through adult eyes and right. who he was as a man. And it sounds like he was a pretty cool guy and <laughs> with mm-hmm. his reason for everything. So, and to see interviews with a lot of the people who were on the show mm-hmm. today, 
um, I'm excited about. I know it's not like I'm. This doc is the big summer movie. I'm <laughs> for, but no, Deadpool too, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about you? Uh, Papillon. Oh God, Chris! <laughs> wow, someone wasn't listening. Yeah. Um, I'm actually really excited again. Deadpool. Um, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for Incredibles too. Oh yeah, that actually. one too. Yeah, for sure. And uh, also, same thing. The um, Mr. Rogers doc for sure, because again, it's such a huge part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. I, I I totally uh, am excited about it. But a Jurassic Park, I want to see. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, um. For sure, Jurassic Park just looks like you know big dumb fun. Even like uh, I saw the last one two years ago in 3D, and it was the most fun I've had at 3D because the fuck I jumped out of my seat because right. dinosaurs yeah. were, were lunging at me through the screen. Um, you know, and and like I said, I'm surprised to say this, but Mission Impossible, uh, I'm actually excited about <laughs> from the you know just from what I've experienced in the other ones. Uh, I am excited to see this new one, and. You know, I, I'll tell you, after you tell me about breaking in, it sounds so ridiculous. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, But I'll t- here's the one I think I, I am excited about that is uh, that could go either way. I'm, I'm kind of excited about Tully. I think this look, looks like a really, really kind of a modern uh, spin on like a Mary Poppins type story. So uh, I, I have high hopes for it. I'm hoping it's, I'm hoping it's good and interesting. And give some insights onto parenting and motherhood, and I hope it's not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Another one we forgot we forgot to bring up, but we we did watch the trailer on the regular on the episode was Adrift, and that's the Shailene Woodley based on a true story of the couple that's abandoned at sea and has to try to survive. Yes, it looks the like the one a, that I thought was based on the other book called Adrift. Yeah, you thought it was yeah. a kid story about <laughs> trick or treating or whatever. Um, I want to see it. A, it's a, it's since it's a true story, it looks interesting to me. I really like Shailene Woodley. She's a Woodley. She's a really good actress, and you know she went to Standing Rock and got arrested. <laughs> so I just right. mm-hmm. I just respect her. So that that's sort of interesting. That comes out in June. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's sort of where I'm at with everything. All right. Well, damn it. That was a chock full of fun episode. That was, that was chock full of hot fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Chock of full of garage fun. Garage fun, <laughs> chock full episode, everybody. Um, so, guys, um, support the show. There's many ways to do that. Go to the patreon.com slash comedy film nerds. You get bonus content. You can also just, we say, spend $20 with us once a year Yes. in the store. Mm-hmm. That helps. You might be like, I have all this stuff. Well, there's other stuff we're coming up with. There's some new products from other comedians that we carry. Yes. Um, and also, if you haven't gotten earbuds, we have signed DVDs or the Comedy Film Nerds Guide to Movies book. If you're a new uh, listener, uh, you can check out all these uh, supporting material for the podcast. Yeah. And the uh, we're, we're redoing our logo. So oh, the, yes, that's right. This is the first time we're announcing yes, it. Yes, new logo is coming out. So the old logo, any shirts with the old logo, those are going, we're selling those and we won't be making any more. No, we won't. There's so, only a few of those left, but we're not reprinting them. Yeah, so whatever sizes are available. And I think they're on sale right now. Yeah, they're on sale. <laughs> so get I don't know why you're not buying one right now. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, there's earbud shirts. 
there's a lot of cool stuff. You can support all these other cool comedians like Dana Gould and Jackie Cation. And, Thrilling Adventure Hour. You know. Um, Crab Feast. Stephanie Wilder Taylor and mm-hmm. Allison Rosen. And there's a lot of cool comics you can support on the show. And you're supporting independent artists and supporting independent comedy and podcasting and independent media and all that stuff. We're not owned by a massive corporation. No. God knows we've tried, but we're not. <laughs> we would sell out to them quickly. Um and then there's an Amazon affiliate link, too, you can yes. use. It's on our page. And one of the things I'll tell you is uh, I found this out from another podcast. What you can do is go to the link on our affiliate page, then make that your Amazon link. So you don't even have to think about right. going to our page again. So then whenever you uh, uh, buy something at Amazon, you're clicking on our link, and we get a little taste of that, and that helps. You're not you're not mm-hmm. having to spend any extra money to support no. the show. Mm-mm. And you're going to be buying stuff on Amazon anyway. Yeah. You're an Amazoner. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why uh, they're the, one of the richest companies in the world. Yeah. That need to pay their employees better salaries. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, yeah, that's our show, you guys. Thank yeah. you so much. And and let us know um, what your favorite, what movies you're looking forward to most. Yes, let us know on Facebook or uh, if the message words are working, you could try there, <laughs> depending on how far Brian has gotten. Oh, boy. <laughs> um yeah, so this uh, was done in the garage. Uh, we'll be back in the ATC studio. Yep. And uh, where the air conditioning will also be off. Yeah, we'll be doing some, you know, spoilers of the big summer movies. We love yes. doing spoilers of the big really summer movies. Really fun. Those are fun. And probably going to start doing some live shows in Los Angeles. Yes. So if you live here, you can check it out. Oh, a little place called Dynasty Typewriter yep. is looking for some shows. Going to be really fun. Yeah, we're going to do basically a version. We haven't put it all together yet, but probably what we do for PodFest every year, which is we show a bunch of trailers and have funny com- comedians on, and we make comments and joke about them. We're going to call the show, I think, Trailer Park or something. But look for mm-hmm. that, guys. Yeah. It'll be coming out this summer. Live show, probably once a month in in uh, in, L- in L.A. And we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't show up for it, it won't happen very long. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it may not be once yeah, a month after that. Maybe <laughs> once a month. Maybe once a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, thank you guys so much, and we'll be at Comic Con again. And, yes, I'm uh, really looking forward to it's gonna that. It's going to be a fun, fun summer. Mm-hmm. Um, see you at the movies. We'll see you at the movies, gang, and I'll be and surfing. And in the store. And in the store, and the CFN <laughs> store. Uh, thank you guys for all of your support. Fans have been with us forever. Thank you. New fans that are joining us, welcome, and we really appreciate you joining our little weird family. And uh, mm. kitten hands in the air. Kitten hands. No one. People are like, what does kitten hands mean? It's a yeah. joke from way back, nine what? years ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what episode seventeen or yeah, something? something like that? <laughs> uh, but thank you guys so much. My name is Graham Hellwood, and I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first.